Hey, with winning screenwriter Debbie Mack, uh, Green Scream is the is the is the screenplay. It's played at the Environmental Film Festival, so it's safe to say this is a, an environmental horror film. Yes, yes, absolutely. And what did, what was the motivation for uh, for writing this particular kind of like short? It's more it's more of a short concept, more a short screenplay, I guess, right? Yes, it's a short screenplay. It's only four pages, I think, and. Yeah. Um, the uh, the impetus actually just it was real accidental. Um, there there's a, a an organization I think it's called the Plastics Pollution. I can't remember now what what it's called. I'm, the Plastics Coalition, something like that. In any case, I get emails from them, and one of them mentioned a contest, a horror contest for screenwriters. And I thought, oh, okay, you know, and it had to be short and it had to be three pages, I think, or three minutes, something like that. So, um, so I got involved in trying to do that and um, wasn't able, it was actually supposed to be filmed. I wasn't able to get, get everybody together. I had like two weeks and, and I had no time to get everybody together to actually do it. So what I did is I just wrote this screenplay and um, I, I, I wrote it out anyway. And um, then I, I wrote kind of an alternative. I, I kind of on the fly made up this alternative that has a narration. But that's, that's a whole separate thing. <laughs> My interest in all this, if that's what you're interested in, is because I'm interested in environmental issues in general mm. and used to work at EPA as an attorney, uh, as a matter of fact, on um, issues related to things like plastic and because it was toxic substances and pesticides that I used to work with. So uh, that's where I used to give legal advice. But um, in any event, um, I've always been interested in these issues and the opportunity to write a short screenplay that might be filmable yeah. by myself and, and a small crew was very tempting. And I just wanted to um, put it out there. So your contest just seemed like a natural <laughs> to submit it to. Well, it's an easy, it's not easy, but it's obviously it's difficult to make a film but it basically it's it's definitely filmable let's put it that way it's uh it's a film that's a screenplay that's ready to be shot i guess right it's it's yeah, like yeah it's ready it's like there's nothing a little tinkering here and there but obviously it's 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 a perfect screenplay that's why we're talking to you right now <laughs> thank you oh my gosh <laughs> uh, this is the first time anybody has ever said that so <laughs> but you're an accomplished you're, but to be fair, you're an accomplished writer. You you've written crime novels. They've 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 done well. I guess that's you. You are a writer. You're a professional writer, correct? That I am. Yeah, I uh, have been writing novels since. Uh, well, I, really, I started in the '90s, but uh, started getting published in the uh, double aughts, I guess. And um, is that what been, we're calling it? The double aughts. I we can call it that, or we can call it the two thousands. Tens. The tens, the zero zeros and the tens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my God, you know, the decades are flying by now. Yeah. Um, in any event, um, yeah, I was writing, I've been, I guess I first got my no novel published in 2005, but the publishing company that released it went out of business nine months later. So I was there trying to find an agent, all the usual stuff. 
And uh, this self-publishing stuff came along. And, and in 2009, I found out about Amazon. And I said, like, okay, maybe I'll pay, pick up some extra money this way, you know. And before I know it, I'm making all these all this money from downloads. And um, I kept my prices very low. Yeah, That was the, the thing. I could make more back then, back in 2010, I could make more from a 99 cent ebook than I could from a 2.99 ebook which would have a higher royalty rate because I was making fewer sales and with with the lower price the greater volume ended up um with a 30% royalty rate still making me more money so I was like oh this seems like the logical thing to do and um well Times change. That's all I will say. Is it um, like the is it a flooded market? Is that what it is? It is a there's a it's a flooded market. Number one. Yeah. Number two, you've got Amazon's algorithms and uh, Amazon. You know, they don't they don't care about the author at this point. They they have much bigger concerns yeah. <laughs> than us small fry. Yeah. Uh, the, the algorithms always have to be tickled in some way or another that I don't understand and uh, don't care about at this point. <laughs> well, it's, it's you're, talk, you're talking about they, but they is the algorithm. They is the, yeah. is the AI it, it's kind of like the manipulation. Whole sy yeah. The system. I yeah. mean, the system is geared toward people who um, run ads or, um, you know, people who can just pump out this content so fast that the, I don't know how they do it. But um, some of it is not particularly good unfortunately you know quality i think it's sacrificed yeah. when you start just generating content without without intent without uh passion simply regurgitating things material that yeah what is the purpose you know so i think there's a tendency for a lot of stuff to be out there People see a trend and they start to follow it, like, you know, say a trend toward advising on social media. Mm -hmm. Everybody suddenly has a social media book out there. Uh, maybe there's a trend toward, um, I don't know, health and wellness. Suddenly everybody is talking health and wellness. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I think the, the problem is trying to identify why you're writing and why you, what you're saying needs to be said. And that's part of why I, I did this short film, because I, I do feel very passionately about environmental issues and about the way we, we treat our planet and ourselves and, you know, sustainable lifestyles, things like that. I mean, so to me, writing should be a very intentional act and um, not done completely with the thought of, gee, I can make a million bucks doing this. I, I never had that in mind when I started yeah. being a writer. It's not like, oh yeah, I want to be a millionaire. If I wanted to be a millionaire, I'd be doing completely different things, you know? <laughs> I just want to, I want to get to your, to your writing, your script in a second, but I want to touch on what you just said, because you just nailed exactly what the internet in the last 15 years, for someone who's been doing this for 17 years, what you just described, it's all about like good content on social media, good content. And then the algorithm changed and then, and then, then it was all about like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta present something every single day, and it, yeah. it's not, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be every day. 
and then it's but you also also touch on what everybody else is talking about in the moment too right so uh -huh. everybody's talking about football or taylor swift or whatever <laughs> in, the last, in the last 12 hours you gotta you gotta write that content right good lord you know yeah I, I can't keep up with all that you know yeah. <laughs> and it's, but then what happens is that the quality and you you see it on social media too, right? Like Instagram was pretty cool in nineteen in two thousand ten, and now it's like it's just all about people just creating content for content's sake, right? So yeah, yeah, it is, and that's the same kind of thing I think that's going to happen with TikTok, um, yeah. or is happening for well, all of them because I'm not on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> The thing with TikTok is that is that because I'm I'm on it now too is that is that it's faster to to scroll through right so meaning that is if you're on Instagram it's like you got to go and then the TikTok is like okay two seconds I don't like it okay I can go to something else and then finally if you go through twenty things eventually you're going to come up with something that you kind of like I guess right so I suppose so <laughs> no but I'm I'm talking about from a marketing standpoint I'm not talking about, guess, yeah. about you and I individually I'm talking about how they grab the audience right exactly so, right yeah so there are a couple steps know, ahead of Instagram now in terms of like of like of understanding the 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 20 year olds of today right so we are really just um we are just shortening our attention spans yeah more and more and more you know it's like okay you're bored flip 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 <laughs> i saw two girls uh probably like 11 12 years old walking to school today and they're 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 they were they weren't paying attention to me and i was their their phones their hand like I'm, it's a cliche to talk about it but they were like on their phones all the way from their home to the school that's so their sad that's sad because they know that they, as soon as they go to school, they're gonna take their phones away. They can't, they can't play on their phones, right? So, so this is their last, yeah, this the last is, hurrah. <laughs> in a sense, that in a sense, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's just funny, you know, because the way I think of it, it's like, okay, you're walking around with a TV in your pocket. I used to watch way too much television when I was a kid, yeah. but I didn't have a TV in my pocket. <laughs> Yeah. And you had to wait for the show to go at like nine, nine o'clock on Wednesday night. Too, right. right. There was always yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now definitely. they can binge watch whatever they, they like. Right. So. Precisely. <laughs> so yeah. So your books are on, on, on auto, auto book. It, have you just before I want, I want to ask you like, cause are, are you finding that more people are listening to your book than reading your books now? Well, that's that's the thing. I, I keep hearing about the uh, big audio book boom, yet yeah. I'm not seeing huge sales in it. I have not done a lot of marketing of it, so I should probably do that, um, especially since I have a podcast. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have all sorts of uh, thoughts about what I should be doing in terms of trying to change my marketing and and uh improve my sales of audiobooks as well as you know print and e um i'm unfortunately in a situation where um i've pulled all my ebooks off of amazon reason being that um number one uh i'm having trouble settling on the subject of audiobooks i'm having trouble uh, getting them to switch over um the old publisher that published that uh, audiobook, which now longer is, we're no longer associated. Um, 
I'm I'm just having trouble getting getting that corrected on Amazon. It it's it's just um it, it it keeps saying that it's uh, with this press that it's no longer with. Yeah. So it's like if there's a, if there are any sales of that audiobook, I don't know anything about it. Um and I'm oh, really? having the darndest time. I is, mean, is there someone us, you could talk to like individually? Well, I will have to call Amazon and find out because yeah. at this point, you know, it's reached kind of uh, ridiculousness. I mean, I've done the emails. I've said, okay, here's here's the email you wanted from me, and here's the email you wanted from them. What more? What more do you want? Haven't heard a thing yet. Can't see any. No change. Yeah. So yeah, I have to get in touch with somebody there. But then the other thing that really rubbed me the wrong way entirely was that what I wanted to do was switch. This is getting to into indie publishing. I, I don't know how much you know about it, but there's a company called Draft to Digital. Have you heard of them? No. Okay, yeah, this is this is in, indie author insider stuff. Okay. <laughs> Draft to Digital will uh, distribute to several uh, ebook re retailers around the world. And now that includes Amazon. So what I wanted to do in order to have one account that I could divide among authors that I published with collaboratively, I wanted to be able to just have that one account through draft to digital, including Amazon. Yeah. So right now I publish on Amazon direct, like most authors do and um, most indie authors. In any case, um, I asked draft to digital if it, it would be a problem. And they came back at me with a response that basically said, here's what Amazon does to make it almost impossible. And I was like, it, legally, it seemed very, very borderline, I don't know. Sketchy? Just sketchy. <laughs> more than sketchy. Just plain, plain, plain wrong. Yeah. I mean, who is Amazon to say that I cannot switch distributors? They don't own my content. And, and to make it so difficult, it was, I, I don't want to go into the content of the email because I'll probably misstate it, but essentially, essentially it was just asking for proof of my own ownership of my stuff. Yeah. In a way that made no sense to me. And that's something that really does need to be addressed. Yeah. And uh, so, it, uh, I'm sure. I'm well, you're, you right know now. better. You know it better than I do because you're a lawyer. But it's like there's there seems to be some sort of class action. Well, I don't. If you're having the problem. I'm sure other people are having the same problem that you are, right? It's possible. Yeah. I should probably put that question out there and just ask. Yeah. Um, because really. You know, it's so much more efficient for me to have one account than to have to worry about how how it's going to be divided, you know, with two. And and so, yeah, I don't know. It, it It's just something that really bugs me. And I don't want to talk too much about it yeah, because no, but I, my I... feelings about that company have really, really fluctuated over time <laughs> yeah it's these powerful companies like i remember having an issue with uh meta with facebook and instagram oh and, goodness. And basically in like trying to get a hold of somebody took like six months i know 
And you got to figure out, but you got to fendangle it. You got to figure out a, an angle to get in, to get in the inside. And we know figure it out. So, and, and reaching a person at Amazon yeah. who can help you with a thing like what I have is it's, it takes moving heaven and earth. I it, sense the irony is it's that un- I talked to someone from Amazon does. yesterday because I really? had the product. Uh-huh. But when there's a product issue, they'll they'll talk to you in two seconds, right? So- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're happy to, you know, do whatever yeah. for the customer. But for the um, small business like me, yeah, that's the issue right there. The content <laughs> producer, yeah, it's like same, the content same thing producer with, with the, yeah. these billion dollar companies that like, yeah, we can get on on it. There's a story there, but yeah. So basically, what I've learned is that if I'm having the problem other people are having the same problem. And then, so if you kind of like merge with those people, you can start figuring stuff out. I guess. Boy, you're giving me ideas here. Yeah. That's sort of what, that's what I figured out. And with these, with these things. So basically it took a long time. It took a, like, it's and plus you have, you have like, you can't spend your day on this, right. You have to like work exactly. and create and you know what I mean? So, yeah. It, it, it takes time and effort. Yeah. I know I've uh, actually organized a fundraiser once and, that was a time-consuming effort and well worth it. <laughs> so let's talk. Consi- a, I want to talk about your script. So basically, yes. it's, it's uh, when did you start? When did you train? When did you start writing screenplays? Because obviously, you're a novelist, you're a writer. When you, you write short stories, when did you start dabbling into scripts? <laughs> wow, this this goes back to 2007 when I I wrote a TV pilot without knowing what the hell I was doing. I just decided to write a tv pilot and of course it wasn't very good but um i still i I have the basic idea i still have it and and i've improved it since then i think um also i I took a screenwriting course in 2009 which led to to my writing my first feature-length screenplay which was a crime thriller about an fbi agent um in any event, uh, that screenplay, I ended up entering into a contest. I guess it was Scriptapalooza, and I think it was 2012, and I made the uh, quarterfinals. And I um, happened to know a blogger in uh, Los Angeles who was living in Hollywood, who is a uh, script doctor. And um, he, when I put it up on my blog that I'd made the quarterfinals he was like wow that that's impressive you know you should you know there are people who pay attention to these things who would might be interested blah 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 mm-hmm. so anyway it was very encouraging and i was just like oh you know screenwriting that always just seemed like this dream thing you know like oh i'll never do that or something but then i thought you know i thought i never i thought i'd never write a novel you know yeah and then i wrote several <laughs> So, and I'm working on another one now. Um, but um, yeah, so I was like, okay, why not go for it, you know? And um, I ended up uh, going to, an, not only did I end up working on screenplays, I ended up going to an indie film producing workshop about line producing. And um, just, being in that workshop just sort of lit lit a fire under me in a way. It kind of was like, wow, I could actually produce a movie if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I organized a fundraiser once. I could probably produce a movie. 
and but I didn't know what I was getting into, you know what I'm no. saying? I mean, you don't really know until you start learning all the ins and outs from all the different people who are involved in the industry itself, just what kind of undertaking it is to produce a movie uh, or to make a movie, you know, just sim simply to, to, to be there creating the thing. And I thought, wow, you know, this is really, the more I, the more I, talk about it and think about it the more exciting it becomes i guess i guess i'm just really attracted to the whole idea of teams of people working together to make something happen yeah no when it works it works when it works it, yeah. it's an amazing experience so yeah, yeah. that's a, uh, so but yeah so what are you going to you planning on doing something with this with this script do you want to very much i hope to yeah i have a director who's interested we're um she she's gonna check with some contacts of hers and um me I feel like I'm just getting started it's like I just you know get my name out there maybe submit it to another contest or run it by a a manager or producer or something mm -hmm. see what happens I don't know well I, I feel... my my like my advice to you is to keep things simple don't overcomplicate it just basically yeah produce it, get a good director and let the director kind of find their team and then, and then kind of make the film and then go from there. Yeah. I mean, I'm always, I'm always for keeping things simple where possible yeah. and delegating anything that isn't uh, within my expertise. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, then it, then it gets traction and then, then it, then, then you're on your way. So, yeah, I figure there's got to be some uh, groups of people out there who are totally interested in this subject, too, because 100%. it comes up a lot. Yeah. Well, so, tone wise, it's a it's it, if it's executed properly, this is a great short script. Someone who sees a lot of short films there every day. It's like really, oh. really kind of unique tone wise. And it's like I said, there, thematically, there's a obviously there's a there's a great thematic, like a timely speaking about timely there's uh there's like there's a kind of a important subject uh a thing that you're you're kind of discussing too so yeah yeah it is it really is yeah. so i would be glad to you know add to the uh, zeitgeist as it were on the whole topic with this by making this movie <laughs> and if you get a good director and they understand the tone of the film and they kind of execute mm -hmm. that then yeah then it's it's going to be well executed it's going to be a great uh short if it's well executed yeah it should I, I worked with this director before actually i was part of a team that was on uh, the 48 hour film project okay. last year for dc women in film in video dc mm -hmm. so yeah <laughs> So yeah, she did a great job on our. It was a, also a horror that we did. It was a short horror with um, social relevancy. So you wrote it. That's what we're doing again. No, I, I was part of the team. Okay. I should say yeah. So I did. You got, yeah, you guys got the, the devices, and then you had to like basically people don't know. You yeah, yeah. Things that yeah. have to be in the script. It was, it was a frisbee. There had to be a frisbee, and uh, oh, what what else was there? Oh, now I can't remember. <laughs> oh, there had to be a rest. The main character was a restaurant critic, male or female. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was great being part of a team of, of writers. I thought, now, this is 
great doing a writer's room type thing. Yeah. That was fun. I could totally see doing that, you know. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like, like I said, I was on your website today. You got some fantastic uh, people can buy their books, buy your books on, on your website. And you're like, yeah, it seems like you're just, this seems to be the next step. Before I leave you, I want to ask you one interesting question. I talked to mm -hmm. a lot of screenwriters, of course. Why do you think that so many lawyers become writers? <laughs> well, um, first of all, we write all the time. Lawyers write lots of things. Lawyers are um, lawyers are are good with words. Being being good with words and being able to express your thoughts in a way that and the person that you're trying to communicate with is important. You know, in order to practice law, you have to be able to explain things to people in a way that they understand. They're just good communicators, lawyers are. Um, I think also that lawyers experience, depending on the kind of practice they have, mm -hmm. they experience so much of the human condition, especially lawyers who have like a family law practice or a criminal law practice, or I really shouldn't focus just on them. Actually, any lawyer who did, you're always dealing with people as a lawyer. So you get to kind of understand psychology a little bit because you have to um, give them advice and you have to make them understand why that advice is good for them. I, I, a lot of persuasion goes into writing anything, mm -hmm. whether it's fiction or nonfiction. You have to persuade people that you know what you're talking about, number one. And you have to you have to have a kind of a confidence in your own uh, in, in your own beliefs and thoughts and point of view to be a writer. And I think lawyers are good at at doing that, at feeling at a certain level that they can tell a story and make people understand it. In the case of lawyers, what you're trying to do is present a point of view. Say you're in court. I mean, not lawyer, all lawyers go to yeah. court. I want to emphasize that. <laughs> but if you're in an advocacy situation, you want to present it in a way that is reasonable, sounds reasonable, and makes sense. And fiction. Fiction is a way of taking the madness of, of reality and making sense of it. That, in a way, is kind of like lawyering. Sometimes you have a crazy situation, and you got to, you know, you have, have to look at it and say, okay, what, what do we have here? Is this a situation? What are the, the risks? What are the, um, how far can I push an argument that this is like this case? Um, there's something called the laugh test that lawyers talk about. Can you make this argument with a straight face? Yeah, That's something that lawyers think about and take seriously. The ones who aren't, uh, I won't mention names. 
<laughs> I, know, I think we know who we're talking about here. Um, yeah. <laughs> like uh, a, a certain case in the last couple of weeks that's been Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think just the ability to... Um, to understand people and understand what motivates them and understand what hurts them and um, what pleases them is part of all part of lawyering. Being a lawyer is part being part psychologist too and understanding where your client is coming from and understanding yeah. where the other side is coming from if there's an other side, you know. So, I mean, I think it just all bound up in you know lawyers get bound up in the human experience yeah and they want to talk about that so you know they want to talk about here's here's that's why i created sam mccray i mean i had my own office for three years after working for in a series of jobs and it gave me a whole different perspective and, and i i learned a lot from it and I just wanted, there was a lot from my previous employment that, that went into the character that I created. I've never worked as, as a public defender, but I've always found them very sympathetic as people and, and good at their jobs. So I just wanted to write about a person like that who was always for the underdog, kind of the female Perry Mason, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. Well, I appreciate your time. Like I said, yeah. great short script. It's ready. You. It's ready to go now. It's like somebody oh my like from my personal experience, <laughs> and and uh, and so I think yeah, you get in the right hands, and I and I love to see the film. So let us know when the film is made, and uh, we'd love to show it at our festival. Awesome! Thank you so much. Thank you for all of this. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're fantastic. you're fantastic. Thanks for your candor. I appreciate it. Sure thing. <laughs> All right, let's talk soon when the film's made. Okay, yeah, we'll do. Absolutely. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizel.